Hello, everyone. This is Shirley Gore, and welcome back to the Quick Change Podcast, where we are discussing how people's lives have quickly changed due to either the pandemic or things that have happened in their lives previously. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm so happy to have you back. Y'all, I don't even really know where to begin when it comes to introducing my next Yes, I guess I will start by calling her Dead Dead Boo Yeah. And that is an inside joke that y'all won't ever get, but she will. That is a term of endearment between she and I. Um, Jessica Edwards is her name. Um, Jessica is crazy, charismatic, and such a magnetic human being. She walks into a room and your eyes are drawn to her, um, her energy, uh, her smile, her warmth. She is just an amazing person. And I'm so happy to call her sister and friend. Um, She grew up singing and doing theater productions as well as acting in TV at the, at the, at the young tender age of seven, when most of us was playing in between our toes, she was on TV. I digress. A, A theater major at Boston Conservatory Jess has starred as a singer in shows in Tokyo, which is where we met in 2007. And she even sang the national anthem at Fenway Park for the Red Sox. Jessica wears 91 hats, ladies and gentlemen. When I met her, she was doing 16 other things. And I remember trying to do at least eight of them with her and I just couldn't keep up. So she has a fitness instructor for 305. uh, I'm sorry, not a fitness instructor. She's a fierce dance cardio instructor for 305 Fitness. Um, she has also worked at Saks, but she is now currently the store manager for the international jeweler Tiffany and Company. Jessica is assertive, she's direct, and she's powerful. For without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you Jessica Edwards. How are you, love? I'm good. Hey, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and this Jessica, thank you for coming. What's going on? I am what's so going, excited. What's going on in Boston? Boston is all types of crazy right now. Um, just when you think like we might, and I'm sure a lot of people will relate to this in their own towns, but right when you think we're about to like re-enter society and like things might lighten up and businesses might just start to open, nope, another thousands and thousands of cases have just <laughs> arisen yeah. and you know, we're the governor's pushing it out that many more weeks. So it's crazy here. Um, in the Northeast, I mean, Boston is definitely got a lot going on as far as cases goes. Right. So I don't know if we'll be opening anytime soon. Well, stay safe. Is everybody wearing masks? Are they mandatory mask wearing? Is it mandatory? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, they just actually started putting that in place. At first, it was kind of like a suggestion, like, please wear a mask. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be outside of, don't be out and about after 9 p.m. till mm-hmm. 6 a.m., I believe. Mm-hmm. But now they actually have put it in enforcement. You will not be let into certain establishments without a mask. Wow. So, yeah. Jess, who'd have thought, right? Six I months know. ago that we I would know. be living in a world where you would have to wear a mask to enter, enter an establishment. Michael Jackson knew. <laughs> he, he, <laughs> come on now. Long before <laughs> she he been trying to t- he been dropping us messages for decades. What decades. about just what about us? In that song, what about us? I mean, Ooh, just I know, huh? I, we, we, yeah. Anyway, so let me because Michael Jackson is a whole nother other um conversation. Right. 
right. Jess, this is the name of the show is called Quick Change, right? And we're talking about people's quick change. My first question for you is, which quick change changed your life? Well, changed my life. I would have to say coming back from Tokyo, that quick change. Mm -hmm. um, so I had, towards the end of my time at the Boston Conservatory, I started to develop some um, vocal issues, mm -hmm. um, which forced me to have to graduate a year later with the class underneath me because I had to take some time off from singing to do some vocal therapy and all of that. Mm -hmm. I, I was able to luckily work with the doctors um, and the therapists over at Mass Ioneer, mm -hmm. um, which is a well-renowned um, vocal therapy program. Um, and so I was able to do some really positive work there, get my voice back up and running, and was able to finish up my school, um, get my degree, and then I quickly was um, accepted to go to Japan and, and do that show over there, yes. uh, which you know. Yes. Um, I had a good run over there. It was amazing. Um, but that, about halfway through my second contract, my voice started to really act up, and it was got to the point where I couldn't sing a lot of the shows mm -hmm. live anymore. Mm -hmm. um, so then it's like, okay, um, obviously they're not going to be able to renew my contract if right. I can't sing live. It's right. a live show. Right. <laughs> so um, they were, you know, sad to see me go. And I appreciated that because I know they did want to extend me. So yes. it was a really unfortunate situation. But long story short, I had to come back to, you know, my home and mm -hmm. um, came home to with my parents and figure out what I was going to do. And um, I was really down, you know, it, yes. it, I don't think I've ever really questioned so much about myself at one time, you know, yes. it's like, since, like you said, since I was seven, I grew up doing this. So it's like, ever since I was a little kid, you know, everything I've been taught about, I guess, my own self-worth mm. and what I've been taught to do to get, um, accolades from people and what I guess at that age, at that point the only thing I knew that made me worth anything was the talents that I can give right right yes so once it was like okay I can't sing and I'm afraid to audition for anything because a I don't know if the note is going to come out when I do open my mouth to sing right. b I don't know if I do get the show if I'll be able to continue finish the contract right if any given day i'll wake up and my voice will just not want to want to do its thing right i mean because that's literally how how finicky yes. it was one yes. day for no reason i'll just wake up and have no voice right. so it's just it became impossible to audition and accept any contracts right so it was you know i had to figure out who i was without the singer, actor, dancer thing in mm. front of my, in front of my name. Yes. And I did not know I was mm. lost. I right. had no idea. And I'm just like, okay, well, I still got to make money. I still got to pay rent. Mm -hmm. You know, Boston is one of the most expensive cities to live in, in this country. And right. I still need to make ends meet. So that's when you saw me, you know, burning the candle at all ends. Right. I had always worked retail on the side um and said all right well i guess i'll just get a job doing that because i know i have the experience and i have at least a resume built in that 
you know, industry mm-hmm. right. so I can get a job. Right. So I was doing retail during the day, cocktail waitressing at night, mm-hmm. um, doing dance gigs on the weekends mm-hmm. for like corporate events, bar right. mitzvahs, things like that, just making some money. Mm-hmm. Um, so literally three, four jobs. I mean, you name it. I had no free time. Right. Um, and I was getting burnt out very quickly. Right. Um, after a couple years of doing that, you know, I just decided, okay, let me see what I can invest myself into. If mm-hmm. I'm not going to do the singing thing, mm-hmm. what else do I feel, I guess, what else do I feel strong enough in that I could, without going back to school, because I knew I did not want to do that. <laughs> right. I was done putting myself in debt. I right. was done. I was like, what can I actually build off of? Right. So, um, I ended up going the retail realm and really focusing my energy into that. But um, not to get into a whole other thing, but in answer to your question, that quick change of figuring out who I was mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. And, and diving full force into something else mm-hmm. yeah. and needing to make it work so I could survive and feed myself, right. that was probably the most life-changing experience in my adult life so far. Right. And then, yeah. and then to deal with the, like, you talked about all the things you had to deal with, but you didn't even touch on having to deal with the emotional side Oh yeah. of what I've gone to school for, what I have been branded for, what my parents mm-hmm. have branded me, how my, how my, my friends and family, what I'm known as. I can, I can, I am no longer that person, not only to myself, but the people that support me and know me and love me. And so I know that even it was an adjustment for my parents when, when I lost my voice to have to curtail their language as to what I was doing with my life now. Right. You know, like what do they say to their friends? Like what's Shirley up to? Oh, (laughs) right. Right. And, and. And then turning that energy into something that they're proud of versus, yes. oh no, she's not singing anymore. Yes. I keep telling her she should be. Yes. Like to to this thing where like, okay, all of a sudden they're not proud of you anymore. Right. Or it, it's, it's a whole lot. I mean, the emotional part of it is just whole, a whole lot of depth in there. I mean, and there's a whole lot of different things that happen throughout the years. Mm-hmm. I mean, first it's your own crap, right? And right. you just trying to wrap your head around what do you say to people now? Right. Like, and how do you feel good about saying that you're not doing that anymore? And now you're over here in this lane right. and look at all that I've accomplished in this lane. Yes. Right. Yes. It's, it's, it's like feeling like you need to compensate and, and, and getting past that feeling also. Yes. And then, like you said, you know, getting your family and friends on board with what you're doing now and, and, getting them to a place where they're proud of you. Yes. I mean, that that's a whole other thing. I mean, I, it took me years to feel, you know, like I actually, and you, you know, this is something I'm probably even still working on in some instances, but, you know, feeling like what I've accomplished in the other realms of my life and things that I focused on my, my energy into feeling like that's enough for yes. my my parents to be proud of, yes. you know? Mm-hmm. I feel, girl, I, I felt that in my yeah. heart. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I felt that yeah. in my heart, Jess, because um, 
we we experience a lot. We we've uh, experienced a lot of quick changes in each other's lives of calling right. each other like, oh my God, what the hell am I going to do? This is another quick change. You know, of course we weren't calling it quick change then. We were calling each other like, what the hell is going on, right? This shit is fucked up. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right, <laughs> Girl, right. Let me tell you what and you know what? I think also you don't, at first for me, it was like the years into it, I didn't really like completely give up on it. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to get back into it eventually, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, I'll get that vocal surgery eventually. Yes, and yeah, yes. yeah. You know, but then years and years go by and you're just like, you know what? Do I even want to do that anymore? You start, Mm -hmm. you far enough removed from it that you can now reassess what you truly want out of life and what gives you real value, not what other, not what you need to do. So other people tell you, you have value. Mm. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I know. Do I know what you're (laughs) saying? Girl, I know you know what I'm saying. Yes. Yes. And so I know. A lot of people, especially that are going to be listening to this particular episode, this can resonate with people because it's, you know, down from dancers to to moms to people, you know, just that people that could once do something. Anybody, athletes. Anybody. That thought they were going to go to the GoPro. I mean, you name it. Yes. There's so many different scenarios of this same circumstance. It's crazy. It's happening right now, Jess. Like people that, and I was just talking to my brother last night and I was like, People that were working at these jobs for 15 and 20 years and got in 15 years ago because their uncle was there and their uncle slid them in. And now that they can't go back and hold their spot and now people are combing through paperwork to see who they really want in their buildings, those people won't get their jobs back. Those people that, that got in because they worked hard and didn't necessarily have the degree. But there was a boss there 15 years ago that saw something in them. All of those people are going to have to reassess what their real purpose is because now everything is being combed through. So it is scary to have to go through a quick change like losing your voice, something also known as your identity. And having right. to reassess yourself and give yourself a completely new identity. So I just want to say from where I'm standing, you nailed it. Well, thank you. <laughs> you nailed <laughs> it. Took it. me a lot of soul searching and, you know, getting lost for a minute. But yes. I think as long as you can, you know, look at look within yourself and drown out the noise, mm-hmm. because that's what it is. Yes. Drown out the noise and put your head down and, and focus yourself. Yes. You will find your way. You will find your way. And that's that's the main thing, you know. And just there's, you there's found a, there's your the way. other side of it. You yes. Know? Just you found your way. And so oh, yes. you found your way into the, the exciting quick change. And what was yes. that? What was the exciting quick change? So so yeah, so I guess once once I ex- had that journey and I said to myself, okay, this is what I want to do. I've worked retail. I had a mentor um, at the time that, you know, in, really believed in me and what I could be in that industry. Um, I started to believe in myself because of that person. And we mm-hmm. all need that person sometimes yes. that says, you know, and I know you've been my person many times, Shirley. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. thank you for that. Um, but okay. you know, Someone invested in me and said, you know, I really think you could be something bigger in this industry. 
Um, so why don't you try this and see how it goes? And so long story short, I tried a leadership role, something on the lower end. Mm -hmm. Um, but it gave me a taste of what it felt like to coach, develop team members, um, get, have a little extra responsibility, Mm -hmm. um, to, to make something work or make something great, make something happen. Um, and I realized through that because with performance i think a lot of times yes we're we're you know we are thinking about the team uh, you know our ensemble and you know those group productions and right. those chorus moments those right. are when we're a team but as performers we tend to be very you know self-motivated and self-driven and am i starring in the show what part did i get yes you know and yes. right and so it was a different switch up for me to realize mm-hmm that I actually truly have a passion for leading others and seeing others achieve greatness. Um, And that gives me pleasure and that gives me purpose. Mm. And so once I realized that it was like, okay, decision made. I'm not looking back. I'm going to climb this ladder and I'm going to work hard Mm -hmm. until I get to that position I want to be in. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I did that through the years. I worked my way all the way up to corporate level positions where I was traveling the Northeast, um, all the way down to Florida, all the way through the East coast, Mm -hmm. working with team members all across the country. And Mm -hmm. it was amazing, exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, and then through that, I was like, okay, well, what are my other passions and how else can I channel this, this feeling, this, this, um, this, this rush that I get from seeing others, you know, overcome those, those feelings of doubt, those feelings of, I can't do this to get to the other side. And fitness is something I've always been really passionate Mm -hmm. about, Mm -hmm. you know, but like performance, it was, it was only, you know, my journey, what, what my personal fitness goals were. Um, and one day I ended up meeting, um, the founder of this company that I currently work for now, 305 Fitness. And she heard me over talking, um, she overheard me, excuse me, talking Mm -hmm. to uh, a person at the gym at the front desk. And Mm -hmm. I was just like, telling her about, you know me, I'm always recruiting. (laughs) I was talking to her about Pure Energy Entertainment and how she should come dance for us if she's a dancer and da-da-da-da-da. And um, this this founder of the fitness company standing right behind me. Of course, the universe, right? Right. Yes. And um, she's standing right behind me. She goes, excuse me, wait, did you say that you dance? And she's like, oh my God, you'd be perfect. I'm, I'm, the owner and founder of this company mm-hmm. we're trying to open up in boston we've got studios in new york already but we want to get started here in boston mm-hmm. um auditions are tomorrow at noon can you make it <laughs> <laughs> i'm like um i'm working tomorrow but i guess i can take my lunch at that time so i literally that was easy left my boutique that i was working at at the time mm-hmm. walked over to the gym space that she was doing these auditions in and took the class and did the audition the very next day. Mm-hmm. And luckily I was one of the first instructors in Boston to be, to be selected. <laughs> so, um, it was amazing. Um, <laughs> quite the journey to learn how to be an instructor. That was, it was pretty intense, um, but you know, it's been a, an amazing ride. So now we're full throttle. We built the business mm-hmm. and we've got a studio here in Boston now, um, that is just booming and, you know, we've created a real movement, you know, body acceptance movement, yes. movement just for fun, yes. movement for joy. And yeah, you get fit as well. It's like the afterthought, which is what I love about the brand and the company that I work for. It's it's not mainly about, oh, let me get buff, let me get abs. It's more about what can I do 
to bring joy into movement? Yes. What can I do to bring joy into my fitness yes. versus the pressure that we can sometimes feel, you yes. know, from the outside things in our world? Yes. Related to health, right? So it's been an amazing journey. And now I've been, instru- been an instructor there for four years now. Oh and I tell you, every time I'm in class and I, and I see the immediate version mm-hmm. of the quick change, right? Yes. Where it's the struggle and, oh my God, I can't do this to the, yes, high-fiving and them feeling themselves in the mirror and they're just yes. living their best life. I mean, when you see that, it's just, it gives you purpose in that moment. And so I, I am, could not be more excited for that amazing you know, opportunity that I've been given to be an instructor and to, to lead in that realm as well. So it's been pretty cool. Jess, what do you think you've, you've been with them for four years now, you've done yeah. hundreds of classes. What do you think is the biggest lie people tell themselves when it comes to fitness and weight loss? Oh, great question. The biggest lie people tell themselves about fitness and weight loss I would say I don't have time. Mm-hmm. I don't have time. Yeah. And you know why I say that? There's a lot of lies. I probably could have said six other things, right? <laughs> right. I mean, let's be honest, yes, right? There's yes. a lot of there's a lot of BS out there yes. when it comes to, you know, fitness and health and all of those things. Mm-hmm. My second runner up was I can't afford it. That was another, that was my second one, but I'm going to choose, I'm going to choose the first one. Yeah. There's no time. <laughs> um, right. There's no time. And the reason why I say that is because like anything else in life, you make time for the things that are important to you. Mm-hmm. So if watching Sunday, HBO Sundays is mm-hmm. important to you, trust me, you're going to carve out that time yes. to catch up on your stories. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, right. right? Mm-hmm. If, um, I don't know, let's see, if um, doing laundry is important and you have to get it done, you're going to carve out that time yes. and, and get it done. Yes. So why is it, especially in underprivileged communities, mm-hmm. Why is it that we don't think we have enough time to prioritize our health mm-hmm. and our well-being? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we can prioritize all the other BS in the world, like being on Instagram for 45 minutes. Yes. Yes. Right? Yes. Why is it? And I think a lot of people also are afraid that they see all these high-intensity workouts, you know, beach body this and insanity yes. X this. Yes. And it's like, well, oh my God, I haven't gotten my butt off the couch in 10 years. Yes. How can I even think about doing yes. something like that? Yes. Guess what? There are all different levels of workouts that you can do no matter what your injury. I'm currently working with 37 year old bad knees. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and if I need to do low impact cardio a couple days a week, Right. So I can teach my Monday night class and go off. Right. And that's what I'm going to do. Right. I modify. I do what I need to do. But at the end of the day, I feel good about committing to myself for whatever amount of time that I've given that day. Right. Yes. Wow. And so I think that's the biggest lie. I have no time. You're absolutely right. This, yeah. <laughs> I was just, again, just having that conversation. And I was like, nobody, literally nobody in the world right now can say they don't have the time. If people, if the no. excuse for everything was, I don't have the time. I don't have the time. I don't have the time. And now everybody has given time. And now the universe right. is like, now how you going to act? Now what you right. need? Now what do you need? Right. 
Right. I mean, and that's the thing. It's like, it's not that you don't have time. What you're saying is, is it's not important to you. So if your health and fitness is not important to you, say that out loud. Yes. Say that to someone else and see how it makes you feel. Come on, man. Yes. That's yeah. Like be honest to someone else. My health and fitness is not important to me. And if that is not a true statement, make a change, make a change. Never thought about it that way, Jessica. If you just say, uh-huh. I don't have, take, take away that I don't have the time and replace it with the truth of my health and wellness is not important to me. All right. <laughs> that doesn't even feel right <laughs> coming out of my mouth, Jessica. I want to take exactly. it back. I want to swallow exactly. that back. I'm like. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? It's like, you just have to start somewhere. And that's the main thing. And find what works for you, which is why, you know, not everybody wants to go in the gym and lift weights. I right. personally love to lift weights, right. but not everybody wants to do that. Right. Not everybody wants to do dance cardio. Right. I obviously love dance cardio. <laughs> so, so, you know, I think you have to find what, what looks fun to you and try that and start with that. If you're a yoga person, get into yoga. Yes. Slow movement. Let's get started there. If you love the outdoors... Take long walks. Yes. Do a little mini Tabata out on your front yard or whatever it looks like. Maybe in the bed. You don't want no one to see you. Right. No. <laughs> but the point is, is you have 20 million trillion options. Right. And there's a lot of people out there really shaking it up. Some instructors really making it fun. And I encourage everyone to look at research and look it up because I'll tell you what, when you're trying to find a bargain, you'll go on the Amazons and you'll go on the Googles and you try to find the best price for Come your new on, fixer, right? Come on. <laughs> but you can take the time to research and find some fun workouts for yourself as well. So make sure if, so basically what Jessica's saying is stop lying. First, be honest with yourself and then be honest yeah. with others as to what the real problem is. Cause you never know who you're talking to. They could be like me too. Let's work out together. Right. You know? Yes. And so I'm learning. And you know that. what? You, Go ahead. Jessica. You touch on a great part. You touch on a great part because I think, you know, the other big elephant in the room here, right. In addition to, you know, I don't have the time is the motivation factor, mm-hmm, especially mm-hmm. right now during COVID-19. It's mm-hmm. like, it's, we're stuck in Groundhog Day. It's like the same thing over and over every yes. day for a lot of people. Yes. And it's like, all right, well, why am I getting out of bed when I'm literally, I have no reason to get out of bed. I have right. nothing to do today. Right. I don't feel like it. It's raining outside. I'm depressed. Right. The motivation factor is huge because yes. it's like a mental block. Yes. And I I honestly think that's the hardest thing to get past. Mm-hmm. And so if, yes. And so if you're having a hard time motivating yourself, uh, I can tell you one of the things that I've done through COVID is, you know, getting on the group chats, Mm -hmm. you know, messaging, messaging friends of mine, Mm -hmm. um, you know, people, students of mine that, you know, take, you know, 305 fitness on a regular basis that I know would be down to, you know, do a workout with me. And I just get on a chat and I say, Hey, I'm working out today at two o'clock. I have a break. Mm-hmm. Do you want to work out together? And if they say, yeah, I'm down. Great. What do you want to do? And then we figure it out. But having the accountability of a friend joining me at a certain time gives yes. me assistance with that motivation. Yes. Um, so reach out to your community, look into someone else that either already has a system going on that you want to join on and, 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 you know, latch on to their motivation, right. use each other, right? Use yes. each other. So Jess, how, if, or, if people wanted to contact you and get involved oh, with 305, how could they do that if they want it? Cause you do 
some amazing workout things and information on your Instagram. So how could they, if they want to follow you and your uh, fitness journey, how could they do that? Uh, Well, they can follow me on my Instagram. I would say that's probably the most um, useful place because I kind of have everything in one area there. Mm -hmm. So my Instagram is at Miss, M-I-S-S underscore J-E-D-S, J-E-D-S. Miss underscore J Eds. That's my Instagram. And on there, I mean, I try to post, um, you know, fitness inspiration. Sometimes it's just photos because I'm feeling myself and we yes. need to celebrate those moments, yes. honey. Okay. Yes. I'm almost 40. All right. Yes. If I'm feeling myself, we just celebrate that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So sometimes it's literally just that. Sometimes it's my, my, my workout motivation. Um, I'm very active on my story. So posting my daily workout inspiration you know, funny things just to bring smiles to people's faces. Um, in my bio, there's a link to a, actually a free cardio workout um, on YouTube that's available to do. Um, and of course, if they're ever in the city, um, by all means, I would love for them to come take my class at the 305 Studio once everything reopens. Yes. Um, but they can always DM me, ask me any workout questions they have. If they want to join me for a workout, I'm down to get on a video chat with them. Um, we just schedule a time and uh, work it out that way. But um it's all about community. That's the thing. Just like most things, it's about community. And if, you know, if you're needing help being motivated or if you're needing help finding the time, build your community. Yes. They'll get you through. Yes. Jessica, I just want to personally thank you for being a part of my community and my tribe. Um, Oh my God. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This is dope. Um, You are amazing. Again, you can reach her on Instagram at Miss M I S S underscore J Eds J E D S. Jess, thank you so much for coming on Quick Change. I love you. You guys come back. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow. We love you here at Quick Change. We look forward to speaking from you soon. Which Quick Change has changed your life? Peace. Be blessed. be a weekly podcast where I'll be sharing with you some of the quickest changes that have happened in my life and some of the rituals and some of the best practices that I have done that has allowed me to be able to be my best self as I process through the things that have happened to me, as well as interviewing some of the most amazing survivors, some of the most amazing nurses and servicemen that have had to transition out of being in the military and going Uh, into being a civilian, some of the widows that have lost some of their husbands and some of the things that are happening in the world today. You'll be getting a front row seat into what is happening in the homes uh, across America. So uh, thank you so much for tuning into the show. If you would like to find me on social media, you can find me at Shirley, S-H-I-R-L-E-Y underscore Gore, G-O-R-E. If you would like to be on the show, I can be reached at Shirley, S-H-I-R-L-E-Y underscore G-O-R-E on Instagram. Thank you so much. My aim is to build lives, build communities, build neighborhoods. Have a blessed day.